This show was first broadcast on Free FM, Hamilton, New Zealand's community access media organisation. For more information on our lineup of shows and the role we play in the media, visit freefm.org.nz. Hi, it's Vanessa from the Fighting Stigma Show on Free FM. Are you a Waikato local? Do you have an idea for a radio show? Do you want to try your hand at being a content creator on Free FM? If so, check out our website on freefm.org.nz or find Free FM on Facebook and get in touch. Hello, kia ora koutou and welcome along to the New Zealand Charity Podcast, the show that helps you to make better contributions to the charitable organisation you serve. I'm your host, Thomas Nabs, and today we're once again joined by Linda and Melinda from Kids in Need Wakato. Ladies, kia ora, welcome. Hi, Thomas. Hi, Thomas. How are we doing? Good. Really good. Fantastic. Linda, this... I assume has been a full-time job for you. Were you working on top of that or were you lucky enough to be able to financially sustain yourself so that you could almost volunteer on top of this for free? How did you sustain yourself financially and start this organisation? I could only do it with my husband. So we were fostering full-time. We were fostering newborn babies. So I'd be at the hospital with a two-hour-old baby, bring them home. Could have them from three days to... The wee girl we have now is two in a couple of weeks. So it's raising a child. Mm. So, and as well as that, we have a B&B. So cleaning a B&B and setting it up for visitors. And so, yeah, I have to juggle. And, you know, the baby comes first. The charity comes second for emergencies. And then it's the B&B. Lately, there are a lot of emergencies. Mm. We're getting a lot of calls, you know, kids being uplifted. The difference is they're not going to caregivers now, they're going to family. Mm. So there's more and more every day. I would get maybe three requests a day on a quiet day. Yeah, mm. and so you're you're telling me this morning that you're helping a lot of actual grandparents now because, yes, it's mm. the kids in need, but they're getting mm. pretty much dumped on the grandparents and these yeah. grandparents are sometimes mm. struggling to look after themselves yeah. and they're of age where... They need to be, or should be, retiring. That's what they mm. had in their plans. Well, Kids in Need started as as a charity for kids going into foster care. Yep. And that's not happening now because of a new legislation last year called 7AA. The children aren't being put into care. They're being put with family, which is firstly grandparents. Some of these grandparents are in the 70s and 80s. Mm. Some of these grandparents have 10 kids they're looking after. Yeah. With the only support they have is a benefit called the unsupported child benefit and they only get that if they're told they're entitled to it and often they're not told that yeah right so yeah i i could start getting very political with this and and fight for change so there's a fine line whether i've got time to do that and whether i should do that yeah Mm. okay linda how mm. do you go, what what resources have you found are available or how have you been able to get it to a point where you can employ someone, be it yourself or others? I, I'm only assuming Melinda's employed and takes some sort of salary and I, I hope she does because then it makes it far more sustainable. Yeah. Uh, but talk to, talk to mm. um, Linda three mm. years ago about how to go about doing that and Melinda, you may look, look to chip in here too. 
well, I, I never saw that far. I never saw that happening. And so now we, we are applying for grants to pay for Melinda and to be able to have that help mm. or sponsors. And so far we've been very lucky. And I just keep my fingers crossed that it will we'll keep being able to have a Melinda. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. What, and can you talk to us about how you what you did to get your car sponsored? How have you guys got a car? Right. So we, um, I had a ute and it was a lease ute and the time had run out. I had been using that ute for kids in need 100%. So I thought, I talked to my husband and I talked mm-hmm. to Thomas. So we decided that maybe we should try to get a ute for the charity. And we were actually in level two of COVID. And I just put a a post up on my page saying, are there any businesses that would like to sponsor a vehicle for kids in need? And within half an hour, we had three sponsors of $1,000 each. And then the next week, we got another two. Wow. So it was done. Yeah, it was brilliant. And that's Mm. that's what you need for across the... It's just used, yeah, um, and I'm able to have volunteers come and do deliveries for me using the ute instead of their own petrol, and some people don't mind their own petrol, but, you know, somebody does a delivery to Pateraru for me, that saves me three hours. And does that, do those costs include the petrol and the insurance as well? Yes, Fantastic, Mm. fantastic. So there's... There's a little bit of initiative for you, and it just shows how the power of social media as well. Not only social media, you've got to have a, obviously a good cause and a good pitch, and, and mm. probably a little bit of trust and recognition and legitimacy within the community. I dare say, if you did that probably three years earlier, you may not have got the same response. Just for yeah. those listeners, if you do put it out there and nothing comes back, then perhaps it, it, you got to get a little bit more groundwork under your belt. But when the time's right, and, and Linda, I think had about three year, three or four years under her belt. Of, of really hard graft she got she earned the social permission to be able to put a post out on Facebook and as you've just heard she got flooded with um, sponsorship opportunities mm-hmm. and, and people jumping on board to the cause because it's something that they do believe in and people have a need just like I don't know if you've ever heard of Maslow's hierarchy of needs but Maslow suggests that People with food, shelter, and heating so that don't have food, shelter, heating, and security are motivated by those things first, and then you start going up the ladder of needs, and, and then you want some um, social connection and, and all of these all of these different needs. Right at the top is actually uh, socialization or, or a need to leave the world in a better place than you found it and the need to support others and it's not a want it's a need in the human soul to fill the human soul so there are people with a little bit of extra cash looking to try and support a worthy cause so if you've proven that you're worthy via your passion and via your your good pitch and via getting the word out and people knowing you in the community then you can you earn that social permission to put out the Facebook post and, and get the response that you've done. So mm. that's really amazing and it's a yeah. fantastic example. Kapai. Just just so blessed. Yeah. You know? We're blessed really to blessed. live in a community where people jump behind the cause if mm. you if you're doing the right things. Yeah. Last question, what do you think the next twelve months has got in store for kids in need Waikato? Melinda? I think next twelve months is gonna be huge. I think that perhaps there'll be another person on the Melinda and Linda team by that point. I think that that's pretty essential that we do have 
more people mm. um, but also I think that getting those manuals, systems, processes all sorted out is going to be a big part of our next 12 months as well so that we can continue on and grow but we need we kind of need to almost step back a bit and get things kind of set in concrete and then move forward again. Brilliant. Look, let's wrap it up there for today. But if you do have any questions, comments or feedback about the show, or if you have any topics you want us to discuss on future shows, be sure to send an email to info at thewaterboy.co.nz, subject line NZ Charity. If you wish to contact Kids in Need Waikato, how can we be contacted? Linda at kidsinneed.co.nz or Melinda at kidsinneed.co.nz. And how do we spell Melinda? M-E-L-I-N-D-A. Perfect. And if we wish to make a donation to Kids in Need Waikato, how can that happen? Head to the website, www.kidsinneed.co.nz. Super stuff. And if you wish to contact the Good Collective to support your charity or to sign on for your business to be a service provider to charities, you can email info at goodcollective.org.nz. If you're listening to this show via a podcast platform, be sure to rate, review and subscribe to the show to share with your friends so that we can help more Kiwis better support organisations they're passionate about. Thanks to our guests for once again coming in today, Melinda and Linda. Thank you very much. Thanks, Thanks for having Thomas. us. And thank you to Free FM for their support of this show. To Penny Boyce and Maya Armistead for editing and credit to Shapeshifter for the tunes. You can take the war and all its pain. Grab all the negative. Thank you for listening to the New Zealand Charity Podcast. I'm your host, Thomas Nabs, and we'll be back again tomorrow with even more tips, tricks, hacks, and learnings to help you accelerate your impact and create an even stronger New Zealand. Episodes, use the accessmedia.nz app for iOS and Android devices, or subscribe to this podcast via Spotify, iHeartRadio, or Apple Podcasts. This free FM podcast was brought to you with support from New Zealand On Air.